This chapter book that I made is called Flight by Hudson Mechna. Chapter 1. The Flight One thundering night, two clueless strangers are on airline flight 21, 1998. There is a loud crash of thunder. Intercom. We are now flying over the Bermuda Triangle, the pilot announced. But I thought that place was haunted or something like that, Matt mumbled under his breath. After he said that, there was a loud bang of thunder and the plane started to shake violently. Then silence. Thirty seconds pass, and one of the jet engines catch fire. Everyone starts to panic. Matt opens the door, the cockpit, and he had a heart attack. He ran and pulled the body out of the chair and sat in it. Then everything went black. Matt wakes up with his hands covered in blood. He got up out of the cockpit and opened the half-broke door. It was still dark and thundery. He checked his watch. 12.36 a.m. Matt started to scavenge through bags. Four bags in, he found a revolver. Matt looked over at the door. It was open, but when he came out of the cockpit, it was closed. He slowly walked to the ed- exit. Hello, anybody there? He said in a scared voice. A girl voice responds. Yes, my name's Fiona. Matt. I found a gun. I'm walking out now. Okay, Fiona said. Matt gets a stick and takes cloth and wraps it around the top of the stick. He walks over to the engine and sets it on fire for a torch. Him and Fiona start walking into a forest. A crashed plane catches Matt's attention. Look, he said, pointing it out. She looked over to it and stared, and then looked away and started walking again and said, We should check that out soon. Sure, Matt says. Chapter 2. The Scream Two hours in, walking the whole time, they soon saw a house. It was old, but it was something. Matt tried to open the door, but it wouldn't open. Matt kicked it open. It was not dusty, surprisingly. It was clean. And the lights? They worked! No bed bugs. It smells bad. Matt walks up the stairs cautiously. When he got up there, it smelled worse and worse as he got closer to the door. It was coming from the door. He opened it. It was full of dead bodies, six or seven. He didn't count. He ran down the stairs and tried to tell Fiona, but she was gone. Fiona, he screamed, but then he heard hers. He ran out of the old house and ran in the direction of her screaming, and it got louder and louder and louder. Then it stopped. There's no more screaming. He searched everywhere, but he saw a cellar-like thing in the ground, and he opened it. It was very dusty, very dusty. He took a step and kept walking down. He got down and looked for her in the cellar door, slammed shut. It sounded like someone locked it on the other side. Matt found an old flashlight. It still worked. He shined it around the room, and looked. Du- it looked dusty and old. He walked up the stairs to the door, wouldn't budge. He ran back down to the shelves and searched for stuff to break the door. He couldn't find anything on the floor. Nothing was there. He was walking back to the door and tripped. He looked on what he tripped on, a handle. He lifted it up. It was a key. But to what? Then Matt had an idea. He ran up to the stairs and to the chain and put the key in and twisted. It unlocked. He pushed it open and looked around. It was still dark and stormy. Then he saw something move in the bushes. He could see what it looked like. A head and two eyes. He walked towards it and jumped. And it jumped out at him. He pulled the revolver out and pulled the trigger. Click!
Chapter 3. Ammunition. He fell. He forgot to check if it was loaded. Well, it wasn't. He looked by his hip. A knife. He grabbed it and got up. How could I forget about my pocket knife, he mumbled to himself. He ran and stabbed the man in the neck. He fell on the ground and screamed, Where is she? No answer. He put the knife to the man's chest and pushed the knife in. He pulled the knife out and searched for anything useful. He found a note that read, Put the girl in the cellar. Hide in the bushes until he comes. When he does, lock him in. He looked at the cellar and ran to it. He turned his flashlight on and shined it around the room. He saw a closet and went to that first. He took his knife and picked the lock. Fiona! He took the tape off her mouth and untied her. She got up. Thanks. She. Walk, they walked out of the cellar. Ah, she screams. I killed him, Matt explained. They both look at the man. Then Matt grabs the gun. Then they look back. Then the man got up. Matt ran to him and grabbed his shirt and dislocated his jaw by hitting it three times with the back of his gun. And then threw him on the ground and kicked his head. He checked the man's neck. The cut was gone. Matt got up and kicked him twice. Him and Fiona walked back to the plane. They got back to it. Then they walked in and found the suitcase that he found the gun in. He searched through, but nothing was found. He looked down. He found a pack of .44 rounds and then put in the gun. Ah, Matt screamed. He had shot someone in the head. He walked over to them, and they looked like they were part of a tribe with, like, face paint on. They had a machete. He bent down and picked it up and gave it to Fiona. He got back up and went, went to the cockpit and turned the engine on. It started whirling. He got the dead body and climbed to the engines and put their fingers in. He took them out and put him on the wing. He looked at the hand. The... The fingers were back. The body got up and started running at him. Matt stuck his foot out. The guy face planted. Matt got, walked to him and picked him up and walked slowly to the engines. The guy started kicking him. Matt bent down and then slowly put him in the engine. His blood spilled everywhere. My hand! Chapter 4. Don't resist. Matt got up fast and ran to the door of the plane and put, pulled himself up into it. His hand was shooting blood. Ow! Matt stumbled to the med kit and grabbed bandages. He pulled himself to the wall and sat against it, still wrapping his hand with bandages. Fiona walked over to him. What did you do? She screamed. So you know how they regenerate their cuts and stuff? He explained. Yes, she said. I put that weird tribe guy in the blades and got four of my fingers cut off. He said, oh, she sighed. He got done wrapping his hand and he headed over to the first class to sleep. It was weird. Something looked like it was moving behind the bar. He walked over to it, grabbed the glass. He peered over the table, broke the glass, and stabbed. It was nothing. I'm dumb. He mumbled. He grabbed another glass and got Pepsi out of the cooler and poured it in the glass. He drank some and walked into one of the seats to turn into the bed. Now this time something moved. He reached for his gun. Then he heard something behind him. He looked over. This time he grabbed his gun. He saw someone. He held the gun up and put his finger on the trigger and shot. Fiona came from behind him behind the chair. You blew his brains out! She screamed. He's going to be back alive soon, he sighed. He shot him in the head again. He started to get up. Matt fired more bullets into his head. Nothing was happening. Then Matt grabbed the man's head and banged it against the wall. It just broke. The noise was loud. He was dead. Matt touched his stomach. 
throws a kitchen knife through his stomach. He slowly pulled it out. Another tribe member came and walked to Matt. Matt tried to stab him, but he re- reached his hand out and the knife went right, went right through his hand. The tribe member took the knife and grabbed Matt's neck and lifted him up. Matt started kicking him, but nothing happened. Then a tribe member got a knife and stabbed it right through Matt's head. Then Matt fell. Fiona watched him die. A tribe member looked at her, then started walking to her. She started backing up, and he got to her neck and pulled her up. It's over. Don't resist, he said. She grabbed the gun and pulled the trigger. Click, out of ammo. He got the glass and broke it and stabbed it right through her neck and threw her on the ground. Like I said, it's over. Yeah, good.